0: so afraid to die that you are forgetting to live that you are forgetting that you incarnated for a huge reason and it is only your job to surrender to that calling today on the sovereign women movement show we're going to be talking about the metaphysics of traveling the world and what to know and do if you're planning to travel specifically to san juan puerto rico satnam beautiful sovereign welcome to the sovereign woman movement show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body mind and spirit and so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one Crumble. Satnam, beautiful goddesses. Satnam, Lizzie, how are you? I love you. I miss you. I can't wait to hug you and hold you in my arms. It feels like an eternal century since I've seen you all. Uh, Last week, I was supposed to be transmitting from beautiful San Juan, Puerto Rico, like a true Capricorn, you know, because. We Capricorns, we don't really know how to relax. We don't really know how to just not do anything. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to record some podcasts while I'm over there. And the reality is that I really needed to surrender and just learn to just be in the now because there was so much alchemy, so much transformation. There were so many blessings, so many miracles, so many shifts in perceptions that happened during my time there in beautiful San Juan, Puerto Rico that I'm really excited now to be able to share it with you all and to be able to give you some information, some knowing, especially if you're planning to travel, even if you're not planning specifically to San Juan, Puerto Rico, but if you're planning to travel, what you can expect right now. But also I wanted to share with you all the metaphysics of travel. You know, for me, this is not something that's actually new. Uh, The this trip, that I went on. It was uh, definitely a celebration of for my birthday and wholeness. Rukia. Thank you so much for being here. Satnam. Welcome. Happy Monday to you. You know, for me, uh, we were celebrating my birthday and I'm really happy that we decided to actually travel. We had a, this last week has just been, this last, you know, first part of the year has just been back to back for me. You know, we I stopped with the Sovereign woman's Summit at the end of 2020, and then we had New Year's, and then right after that was my birthday weekend, and we had a celebration with my beautiful Penny which is also her birthday as well. And then the next day, Saturday, we got home like probably it was late. We probably got home like at two o'clock in the morning, which was Sunday, and then we jumped on a plane on Sunday at 11 o'clock the flight actually left so we woke up really early we slept like a few hours jumped on a plane on sunday which was my actual birthday and then uh actually flew to san juan puerto rico so we were there sunday night to uh sunday yesterday we flew in and got here early which was actually really nice because i had time to catch up actually we got in like around three o'clock which was perfect three o'clock our time here but so it's just been back to back to back to back and like a true Capricorn you know I want to push against all of that instead of surrendering and understanding that this was a gift from the divinity from God herself for all the work that I have been putting in you know regardless of what's happening outside in the world, all of last year of 2020, I didn't stop. You know, everything that I set out as an intention, as I was being guided, whether I was doing in-person events, whether I was doing virtual events, it just... It manifested with the grace of God, with the grace of faith, with the grace of a lot of life force energy and, and my kundalini yoga practice is very much as a as a driving force to allow me to be able to move forward with everything. And so uh, being in San Juan was very, very eye-opening. It was heart opening. We were actually supposed to be going to Kauai, which is one of my favorite islands. That's where I lost my identity, where on a trip, we were there and uh, there were a lot of mystical experiences that happened there. We actually met a, a beautiful sage who, who was um, who was the sun himself. He represented the sun. He came out of the ocean to give a really prophetic message to my husband. Uh, that's where I was actually able to connect with the ancestors, with Lemurian ancestors. So I had a very, very metaphysical experience when I went to Kauai, which is why I wanted to go back there again for my birthday with all of these things that are happening with the virus uh, Kauai is such a small island because I don't like to go to the big island I've never been to the to the actual Oahu whereas everyone goes there it's very touristy that's where there's Disneyland and stuff like that we've my family and I have always gravitated towards the very uh, small local type of environments and Kauai was just a place that I, I just learned a lot about myself and right now you can't visit uh, I actually was closed if you wanted to You couldn't visit at all if you were a tourist and now it's open but you have to quarantine 14 days even if you're going to be going there as a tourist so I thought well that's not going to work so I started to ask source I started to ask through my meditations you know where where should we go you know because I knew we were going to go somewhere I just didn't know where and that's when San Juan Puerto Rico kept coming up it was and people were saying things it was showing up you know and on social media, as I was scrolling through things, there was just a lot of very synchronistic events that said, you know, you need to be going to San Juan, Puerto Rico, which was like, I had thought about it in the past, but, you know, I never actually had said, you know, this is where we're going, and like I said, you know, my, we've been traveling for a long time, and it always has been about pilgrimages, my family and I, it, it has been about connecting with Mother Earth, and my husband has always been very grounded in connection with Mother Earth, he's the one that has helped me detach myself from being such a city girl because if it was up to me when I was growing up in high school I before I got pregnant I would say that I was going to live in New York City and he was able to help me really understand the the beauty of mother nature my two boys are very much connected to mother nature herself so they love her and 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 anytime we want to go somewhere we always think about that as well and And uh, my son, you know, when he was young, the youngest one, when he was two years old, he was like swimming in the cenotes of, of, of Cancun. So we've always exposed them to travel and we've taken them to places like the Bahamas, Thailand. We've gone to Peru. That was the ultimate experience where we were in the Amazon jungle for 17 days and in Cusco, Peru. Um, they were young as well, experiencing all these different aspects of mother eight nature uh, we've We've visited some really sacred places in this world we've been blessed enough to be able to do this and and even my son, my uh, oldest one, who's now twenty two in high school he was actually voted as most likely to travel the world and and really it's a passion of his it's something that he's uh he's so uh, courageous and he you if it was opportunity to be doing it by himself and and backpacking right now but you know right now we we definitely have to put a lot more research that's the only difference that i would say and san juan puerto rico was calling me so i started to do a lot of research so today what i want to do is i want to share with you the metaphysics of what i experienced in this beautiful island and how The island and Mother Earth herself are so connected. And this is why travel is so beautiful. It's so heart-opening. It's it's such an amazing way to discover yourself. But I also want to give you the top 10 things to know, whether that's in the 3D physical world, if you're planning to travel there, but also things to know once you're there that you can do to really experience the magic that this island actually brings to you. Because that's exactly what we experienced. It was just... Uh, there's a reason why they call San Juan, Puerto Rico, the island of el encanto. Encanto in in Spanish, in English, what this means is enchantment. And it is a very seductive island. It it is a completely different frequency than the islands of, of Hawaii, which is Kona. We visited there a couple of times, Maui and, and Kauai, three different islands in Hawaii. All of them, vibrate at different frequencies. And so when I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico, I understood why I was there. I understood that mother earth was trying to help me understand that she herself is an energy system and she herself has chakras within her system and throughout the world. And especially as it relates to islands, each of these different areas of the world represent a different chakra, a different aspect of the energy system that is as above so below just the way you have an energy system you're experiencing this universe so is mother earth and she's conscious she's very much conscious and when we travel to different aspects of mother earth what we're doing is we're experiencing ourselves in this aspect of her system and i used to think that it was the human beings you know you and i that change the frequency and the vibration of the of the at that part of Mother Earth, but it's I, I received the downloads when I was there that it's the opposite, that it's Mother Earth got here first, right, and she already carries a specific frequency in, in, in the specific aspect of where you experience her as a human being, and that when you travel to those areas that you yourself change, that you yourself learn to vibrate in that frequency of that particular area you're experiencing your consciousness through, because that's exactly what it felt like. It was very different than Kauai. Kauai to me was pele, it was fire, transmutation, alchemy, very motherly protection, yet Puerto Rico, San Juan, the island, very different. It's very much connected to both polarities. It's like seeing yourself in the power of mother nature and light and the beauty of of, of being in this incarnation, but also in the polarity of the darkness because in the evening, it just turned into this vibrant celebratory experience of being a human being. And it's a very different frequency than... Than Vegas, for example, like when you're partying, like people in in San Juan, Puerto Rico, when they party, they party with their hearts because we were able to find local places that uh, where my husband is everywhere we go, he makes friends with a local, he makes friends with everybody pretty much and they start talking to him. So we always find out where to go to the actual local, uh, where the locals hang out, where, where the people, are, we can experience this culture. And the, and the San Juan or the Puerto Rico culture is, they, they, it's in their blood to celebrate, celebrate life, even with the tools of this 3D world, which could be alcohol, it could be, you know, whatever it is, music and all that, but it, they don't do it in a way that's guilty, they don't do it in a way where they run away it's part of their culture to dance to to celebrate and it was so beautiful to see that there regardless of what was going out in the outer world because when you go to somewhere like Vegas or you go to somewhere like um, California like Los Angeles or those areas right or Miami we were in Miami for a little bit in, in a layover different frequency where people are so focused on material and the, and they're so attached to the body and they're, and they're partying to run away. They're partying to numb themselves. It's, it's so different so completely different, whereas in in Puerto Rico, you're, you're, you know, your darkness, you're aware of the shadows, but like, you're almost like celebrating and accepting them. And you're allowing yourself to be in that, in that fullness. So it was just like a a way for you to be fully yourself. It's almost like the island is so seductive that it's allowing you to just to totally just be everything and all that you are without feeling any guilt. And with just vibing with that frequency of how wild it all is, how wild your incarnation is, and how wild Mm -hmm. your consciousness is, and how wild it is to even be in this ride, and that's the vibe that that island actually gives you, and it's a completely different vibe than all of the other islands that I actually have experienced, so I was totally, the awareness was very, very, uh, very, clear that you know mother earth where this is why travel is so beautiful and why i feel it has changed my life and it has changed my family's life my children my boys who love it you know my son now that we have virtual uh, school he, a lot of the times he would find himself in a very beautiful setting overlooking the beach but he was not at school so he didn't really miss out on a lot of school because he was actually working from from these beautiful settings and he was so grateful you know the whole time that we were there he was like mom i'm just really really grateful because i realize that we we really do co-create our own reality and that it's up to us to to be more grateful in order to create more amazing things and for him to tell me that at such a, a young age at 16, it was just so heart opening to, to be able to deliver and, and and co-create these experiences with them. Because let me tell you something, going out and traveling with my family, with my two sons and my and my, my husband now, especially because they're older, my my oldest is 22 and my youngest is uh, 16. So they love to party. They love to hang out. They love to go out and stay up. You know, they love to try new Foods and, and now I don't drink alcohol, so I'm like always watching them. They like to try new drinks, so I'm I'm taking care of you know the husband and the son who love to enjoy those uh, those beautiful drinks, especially in Costa and Puerto in Puerto Rico. We found some of the best bars but while they were enjoying the best drinks you know I was enjoying the best tapas the best food the best environments and I was able to drive them around and do all these different things so hanging out with them is like a party in itself they make everything an adventure so it's just they're very courageous and they like to do a really amazing things which is what I'm going to be sharing with you all next so if you're planning that you definitely need to really integrate planning and as part of your, your life, especially if you can even just travel to nature, you know, and, in, and, in, in areas away from the city, there's a reason why they're herding us mm-hmm. like sheep into big cities, because that's the way they keep us disconnected to our truth and disconnected to the beautiful messages that mother nature is trying to get through to us. Because for me, it was like healing. It was life-changing. It was, it was a rebirth. It was a, it was awareness of, of, of self-acceptance and love. Uh, Rukia says it was so beautiful to see your family's joy. Thank you, Rukia. Yeah, they were really, really happy. Uh we we had a blast. Uh, they know how to have a good time, <laughs> let me tell you that much. <laughs> but my son is especially um, but all of them, you know, they they really enjoyed themselves and we all needed it. We all needed it to just because like I told you, you know, I we travel so much all of 2020, it was just an excuse we gave ourselves, right? We were we were afraid of the rules of I don't like to wear masks. I don't like to, you know, participate in this illusion. And honestly, going this week, it opened up my heart to knowing that it's you can transcend anything and that you should not stop doing what you love to do, especially if it's travel, just because you you're afraid of what, you know, is out there. That's what they want us to be, afraid, so that we're not truly enjoying ourselves and living our life purpose, which is what we we don't want to do that, right? So I'm gonna share with you ten things that you need to know specifically about traveling to San Juan, Puerto Rico, or even traveling, I guess, right now and it's going to help you tremendously and what to do out there because we had some really amazing uh, uh, experiences that this is something that you definitely want to check out number one is this is a question that I get all the time and I got dm'd this like a million times and my husband and everyone wants to know is uh, do you need a COVID test to travel to San Juan Puerto Rico and the answer is yes you do first of all San Juan Puerto Rico it's a weird thing you know the colonizers you know San Juan Puerto Rico was colonized first by the Dutch, then the British came, then the Spaniards, and then America, because that's really what America did to it. It's not, it's, it's a part of the United States, but yet it's not governed. It feels like you're in another country. Like, it feels like Mexico because it has like the same type of buildings and stuff like that. And it's Spanish and all of that. But you don't need a passport to go to uh, Puerto Rico, number one, you just need an ID. So if, if, especially if you have children that don't have passports, if they're under the age of 17, long as they're traveling with you, you just need, I just took the birth certificate, of My son. all of my sons have passports and everything, but I just took everything just in case, but it was super easy, it's like you're traveling to another state, so you just need your ID, you do need to take a COVID test, and I know that's annoying, I didn't want to do it, but if I really wanted to go to San Juan Puerto Rico, so I did, my family and I took a COVID test, one of the things that I was upset about was the fact that a lot of clinics were actually going to be, are charging for that, for the test, and then I found out that they're not supposed to be charging. So you can take a COVID test at your local pharmacy. You do need to schedule for it. I scheduled mine and that's what almost messed us up. You need a clear COVID test 72 hours prior to you arriving in San Juan, Puerto Rico, which means if you're gonna arrive on a Sunday, you need to probably take your COVID test on a Thursday because it takes about 24 hours for you to get the results back. And I was kind of worried a little bit because we took a COVID test on Thursday and I didn't know they were going to give me the results that quickly, but I got the results back the same day, like within three hours. So technically when we landed in Puerto Rico, it had been like 80 hours. So I was like, oh my God, I hope they're not so strict that they're going to be like, no, this doesn't work. And it they were not. First of all, you have a COVID test, they send you the results, you upload it into the website it tells you when you set you when you book your trip you upload it into a website and that's all as long as you upload it into their travel website then when you get to uh, San Juan Puerto Rico everything was normal you just get there and you grab your bags and you keep moving forward there are it does look kind of freaky in the airport in the San Juan airport because there are some people that are wearing like those you know like that movie Monsters Inc that they cover themselves up almost like they're you know protecting themselves from some crazy drama that they are covered up that way in, in an area in case um, there are people that did not take the COVID test, because if they don't, if you don't take the COVID test, you have two options. You, have, you can go take one while you, when you get there, which you don't want to do, not only is it going to cost you a lot, but it's drama. And then number two is uh, you have to quarantine. So if you don't want to take a test and you don't want to go through anything like that, then you have to basically quarantine for 14 days before you have you go back into uh, into the society into uh, Puerto Rico hazmat suits I don't know if that's what they're called Nancy but they are basically you know like um, almost like in yeah like Monsters Inc when they were all covered in white and all you can see is like the a square here it, even in uh, power plants I think they wear them and stuff like that so that was kind of strange because it was just like one area with all these people dressed in all these um, white outfits so it felt like Uh, it felt like really really crazy but yeah that was the worst of it the airport here in phoenix it was as easy i mean we didn't we got there earlier uh, because you never know what to expect but you know um, it was normal the flights are booked there was only one flight that was not completely full but most of them are full to capacity. So that's the way I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. You know, you have to wear a mask. You're supposed to distance six feet. But yet, let me sit everyone next to each other. Like, give me a damn break. This is when you know that this is a bunch of bullshit, right? So, and everybody seemed, I mean, there was no tense people. Everybody seemed normal. I mean, everything besides the mask. You do have to wear a mask in the airport. You don't have to wear a mask specifically. You can wear a face covering. I wear the um, the the um just the, the paños, you know, like the cholas. I like to wear that to like make it seem like I'm gonna rob the place. Like don't mess with me kind of thing. But you don't you do have to have a face covering. Uh we didn't really get yelled at that much or anything like that. I mean it was just normal airport and normal security, normal everything. But over there it was kind of weird seeing those people uh just waiting around for those that didn't take the COVID test. So you do need a COVID test. Super easy to do plan ahead, you do need to upload it into the website before you go. And I'm sure this is the same thing as what happens in other places like Kauai. You probably have to go through the same thing and upload and things of this nature. The next the next thing is about masks. That's another, a lot of questions that I get. Um, they're, I think they're, they're, I live in Arizona. So over there, you're supposed to be wearing masks all day and night, but honestly, like all day, I didn't see anyone not everyone was wearing them it was kind of like some people did and some people didn't we didn't wear them all day then um, in the nighttime you're supposed to wear them as well And then people were out, you know, we found the place where all the locals hang out and they were not wearing them. There were cops there. If you piss them off, they're going to force you to wear them or, or stuff like that. So don't call a lot of attention to yourself, you know, just, uh, hang out and, and blend in and you're going to be totally okay. You know, if you go into restaurants, you do have to wear one just like here, you know, but then you can take it off when you sit down because, the virus doesn't exist in tables it only exists as you're walking to the table so you can't if you you can take off your mask there the the uh they do take your temperature that was kind of weird everywhere you go inside and it's still different because in arizona you don't walk around a lot but over there your people are out it feels like miami because everyone's like just out walking but as you're going into walgreens as you're going into you know anything a restaurant they take your temperature make sure that they don't take your temperature on your forehead we never allowed that and they never really tried they always try to they just uh one time they tried to take my husband's temperature in the four, in the third eye and it is the smartest virus ever, Nancy. It is freaking smart. Um, at one time they tried to take his temperature in the, in the third eye and he stopped them and they, they got into a little bit of an argument, but then they, he, they took it in his arm. They'll, they'll just take it in your arm, just put your arm out and they'll take it. You don't want to do it on your third eye. You don't need any of that frequency, vibration, any of that stuff in your pineal gland, okay? This is very important. And don't allow things like that to happen to you because it's just not necessary. They were doing that to my son even in in wrestling. And we we actually had a talk with the coach in the school and they don't do that to him anymore. So just little things like that. But they do take your temperature as you're walking in. So you get to know what your temperature is like almost every 30 minutes. It's pretty cool. (laughs) I thought that was pretty amazing. But again, just don't call attention to yourself. Have your mask always with you because you never know what they're going to tell you or your covering or whatever it is in hotels the hotel thing is kind of crazy crazy because our hotel was actually really nice it was had like a big bar area like hangout areas but they're closed you you know supposedly bars are not supposed to be open but yet we found this area with all the all the locals hanging out and all those bars were open so I don't know I'm telling you it's just really really bizarre the rules that they make up and I it's all per owner of the establishment like I think they just get to decide and make up their own rules and that's what flies and you know again you don't be sovereign enough or you don't cause a fight you know if you're not happy with the rules walk away and go give your business to someone else that's the way I saw it all the time so it never really affected me airport again felt the same the masks you have to wear them full flight supposedly but you can sneak them off i did that a lot of the time and then you also have uh, old san juan so let's talk a little bit about what you want to do out there this is super fun okay so old san juan we stayed in an area where we're kind of like the big hotels we're at but they're only it's only about 10 minutes away from old san juan uh it is Old San Juan is gorgeous. It's older. There's so many great restaurants, so many bars, so many uh, cool old buildings that you want to go into. We went to this beautiful tapas bar. It's called the Mesa Nine. The mesanine, and I'll post I'll put the description below in the replay for the podcast. They had my husband and son said those were the two best drinks I've ever had in their life. Some kind of nectar, honey, tequila, something like that. It was, I mean, they said it was delicious. And the tapas. Ooh, the tapas were so good. They had like meatballs and they have like bray and they have um uh, all the most delicious melting pizza, like all these different things that you can get only 15 people are allowed inside of that little building. It's actually two stories. You go up to the second story, but you get to see like all of old San Juan. You get to actually see the streets and and you get to have this uh, history lesson of San Juan because there's like pictures everywhere you read. And it just feels like kind of like you're at home in an old house and just like really vibing. The people are super cool, um, really good tapas there that you want to go. An Old San Juan, too, which was not very far from our hotel area, there is also a, a place called El Morro from there. You can walk. If you do it in the daytime, you can walk even right from El Morro to Old San Juan and eat there. El Morro is this beautiful bay. It's next to a cemetery. And it has like the views of a lifetime. I mean, you can take the best pictures and do like so much, so many more different things from there. But you have to go check it out. It's it's just majestic. There's a El Morro is actually that's the fort that actually protected the um, Puerto Ricans from the Dutch when they came to invade. So it has a lot of history. It was closed, unfortunately. The museums were closed as well. And we were actually lucky because we went the week right after. They opened the beaches the week prior to us going. You couldn't even go to the beach on Sunday. And curfew, you had a curfew. You had to be inside of your home by nine o'clock in the evening. Right now they extended our curfew to 11 PM. So 11 PM by like 10 o'clock, 1030, you start seeing the restaurant owners start like ushering people out. And they're serious about that. Like they want you inside of your hotel room by 11 o'clock. But once you're in your hotel room, like we would get to our hotel room and go explore. And then there was a pool table. There was a lot of different things we could do at our at our hotel room. So we would go in our, our hotel. So pick one that you know, there's activities in there. So you won't get bored if there's still this curfew. Uh, Cause other than that, you. Can't you, you can't go out there and there's everything's closed the restaurants it's just shut down you're not supposed to be out there beyond 11 o'clock but for us it was great you know we we had enough to do inside the hotel to actually uh, keep us busy so old San Juan you want to go there the Mezzanini El Morro uh the hotel area is close to beaches so you're gonna see like the Hiltons you know the Marriott's and all of that is around a beach and a bay and you can do swimming kayaking there it's kind of neat because that part of the beaches you get to combine like the city with the actual beach versus if you get your own rental car which is what we did I highly recommend you get your own rental car because the map or Google Maps works and you can A lot of the times you can do your own tours. You know, you don't have to always rely on a tour guide or also rely on anybody to take you around. You know, you want to go explore the city. We did a lot of driving around San Juan. We drove to our tours and we didn't have to pay the per person um, fee. So you can avoid a lot of that if you have your own car. And the cars are not expensive. I think we ended up paying. That's one thing. If you're going to rent a car. I would highly suggest that you rent a car from a big agency because the small agencies, once you get there to the front, then they start tacking on all these crazy um, extra fees. Like they force you to get certain things. So just stick with like a, you know, a bigger known one because they won't try to hide these crazy fees, but we got a rental car. It was so fun. I think it was some kind of little, it was like a Jeep looking thing and driving over there. Definitely people drive a lot faster. You need to be on the alert, but I enjoyed it. I felt like I was in a video game, but it is a much more uh, fast paced So you got to be ready to go. You got to be super ready to go. So rent a car and do that so that you can actually go find these different places. Uh, The locals. So um, you want to, where we stayed in the in our side in the Hilton, it was literally around the corner from this area where you walk down the street and there was just a bunch of restaurants and shopping and all these different things. But you, you wanna go hang out where the locals hang out, then you wanna go to this area known as Plaza del Mercado de Santurce. Plaza del Mercado de Santurce. Oh my God, the frequency, the vibe, the people. Like you walk, all of a sudden you make a left and it's near the beach area and is just like music, people are dancing salsa. You got restaurants galore. We had some really amazing paella right there. Um, They have the traditional uh, Puerto Rican, Mofongo, all these different things. We sat outside, we watched people. And then, if you go there, you absolutely have to go to this little cigar shop that's there. Grab yourself a cigar. We had a blast. We sat down on the sidewalk, or there's chairs, like because that's how it is. Like people just pull chairs and they sit on the streets and they're just ta- talking, hugging. You know, like I said, I didn't see a lot of mask wearers there. But uh, we got a cigar, my husband got some scotch and he got picked his own cigar, I got my own cigar. We sat down and we just enjoyed a beautiful cigar in the street with beautiful people that were celebrating life. I mean, that was probably a super fun experience to really be able to integrate the, the culture there. So you wanna go there hundred percent and you, this is stuff that you're not gonna find on Google. You gotta talk to the locals to really get to know that. So it's called Plaza del Mercado de Santurce, super important. Snorkeling, number seven, you have to try snorkeling. There's two islands that you can go to, Culebra or Vieques. Right now the tours are operating. So just call in advance. We waited, you can um, book them online, but we waited when we got there and we actually talked to a few people and got some flyers that were around. We went to Vieques because Culebra was actually sold out. Culebra sells out really fast. It's very beautiful, but it's farther. So if you're gonna go to Culebra, make sure you try to book it in advance. Uh, we went to Vieques, like I said, we drove to the tour place because we had a rental car. So it was like super, it wasn't even expensive. And then we had a beautiful boat ride. It included food and light snacks and drinks even. And they took us snorkeling to a really beautiful place. I mean, that was such a fun experience. You have to do the snorkeling because there are some like, beautiful turtles and you got to like just see it to believe. And the water, okay, I hate cold water hey, this is what I always hated about the California beaches. When I used to live there, I never went in the water. The water, even for me, as you go in, it feels a little cold. But then within seconds, you start to really like enjoy it because it's also very sunny. You know, I come back here to Arizona, it's actually cold. Out there, it was like in the high 70s, low 80s. It was exactly the weather that I absolutely love, especially if you're going to go in the beach. And this is in January. Imagine March and in the summertime, I can only imagine. This is the coldest time. So it was amazing. The weather is amazing you got to do some snorkeling the best mofongo you're going to eat and mofongo is plantains that they i don't know what they how they do that but they put plantains together and then the mofongo in itself you can get different types of mofongo so you can get like steak mofongo a chicken mofongo you can get seafood mofongo i am a pescatarian so i do enjoy seafood and the best mofongo that you could ever get is in this restaurant called Waikiki. My husband made us eat there. He wanted to eat there every night. And we told him that is not a good idea because we want to try out new places, but it is the best. Like seriously, the seafood is like melting in your mouth type of seafood. It is like delicious, fresh, and it has so much flavor and you'll love it. If you like to try new foods, um, it has a really good, um, just amazing, amazing flavor that sticks with you forever. And it also has a good variety variety of food. So my other son doesn't like seafood that much. So they, they had traditional like hamburgers and also like uh, other sandwiches, but it's overlooking the ocean. Uh, it's overlooking the city, it's amazing. So it's called Waikiki and there's only one in, um, in all of Puerto Rico, so it's easy to find. Other thing, two more things. Uh, number nine that I thought was very awesome was that if you have a medical marijuana card, a cannabis card, guess what? they actually accept it out there as you can use it. So the only thing you can't do, which I thought was really interesting, was you can't buy flour. So there's different types of cannabis you can buy with a medical marijuana card. Basically you can buy marijuana flour, you can buy like um, uh, concentrate, which is like the cartridges or wax or things of that nature. You can also buy edibles. In Puerto Rico, they even have signs out on the streets that say, you know, your medical or marijuana card from another state actually works here. So you can go into a dispensary, they register you, and then you can check out anything that has to do with concentrate. So no flower at all. But I thought that was really, really cool. So I definitely uh, went inside one of the, a couple of times into their dispensaries. Uh, one that I really liked was Tetra. That one was super fun and it was very clean and the people were super nice and they just like really shared a lot of information for you. So for those that uh, maybe partake or, or use medical marijuana for medicinal purposes, I thought that was really cool that you can actually go out there and use your medical marijuana card. Last thing that I'll leave you with is very, very, probably the highlight of my entire trip. And this is something you absolutely want to do if you're out there. And this is the cool thing about islands and about Mother Earth in an island is that you get to experience the beauty of the beach as well as the beauty of like a rainforest, right? The greenery, and that's that to me is magic. And you have to 100% go to El Yunque Rainforest. Now, in Yunke Rainforest, you can get some tours, some guided tours. And I think next time we go, we might do it just because they take you to places where, you know, not a lot of the tourists know about, you know, they take you into really deep places. It's a beautiful rainforest. It literally was raining, but it was in the high 70s. so It was so magical. But you do need reservations. This is brand new. We didn't know that. We went there one day thinking we were just going to get in and you can't. You need a uh, reservations and the weekends they get super packed. So you want to make sure you try to do that during the week. You also want to make sure that you do that online. It's $2 just to reserve for your car, but they do check as they're coming in. They look for your last name and they um, check to make sure that you're actually there uh, as a reservation. We did our own tour. It was easy. It was um, uh, trails were easy to follow. Uh, They were it was a beautiful hike that we took up um, uh, in Yunque, raining, waterfalls. Uh, it was just magical. There's so much there to do. You probably can spend a good six hours there. We were there for a long time and we still didn't want to leave. So just plan on taking some food, maybe just a cooler with drinks. Uh, there's something to drink there. There's actually a couple of restaurants that you can come down to and eat, but um, there's not a lot of reception. So you got to make sure that. You just are prepared and you want to do the hikes. That's the most magical um, thing that you want to do. And you want to uh, take lots and lots of pictures of all the uh, beauty because you get to go all the way to the top and actually see everything there. So that is probably the big wrap up for the 10 things that you need to really know before you travel to San Juan, Puerto Rico, or even if you're planning to travel. You know, for me, like I said, traveling is, is part of my dharma. And that's one of the things that we were talking about last week, you know, as I was going live during uh, the time that I was there, I was sharing with you all how important it is for you to follow your life purpose, for you to truly understand that you incarnated for a big reason. And it's beyond, you know, this whole Piscean program of, oh, work Monday through Friday, and hopefully maybe get a vacation once in a while and then do it all over again. It's, it's beyond that. We're all here for a bigger purpose, and I when especially when you're connecting to Mother Earth, she reminds you of that, and she reminds you of, of how perfect it already is, and how amazing you've you've always been guided. That's one of the things that was always just like God has always been there, like always been guiding me. Mean, the more that I can learn to become still and quiet, the noise around me, outside of me, the more that I can experience these amazing experiences, because that's how I felt, you know, raising my frequency, I raised the frequency of my own family, my lineage, for them to enjoy and feel grateful during times where other people are not feeling grateful, right, for, for them to be able to trust the process of life, and this is the gift that we all have, and we can activate when we start to follow our own inner guidance, when we don't bypass our own healing, when we actually learn to quiet the mind and integrate these incredible practices that we can integrate to actually make that a reality. So we're going to continue talking about dharma and life purpose, how to do, how to actually move into your life purpose. This is going to be a really potent week. There's going to be a lot of awareness, breakthroughs. Mars is going conjunct Uranus on the 20th, which I was talking to the beautiful goddesses of the sovereign woman, movement this morning in sadhana we had 6 a.m sadhana and that's just shocking revelations but we can use the aspect of the cosmos also for our own breakthroughs for our own awareness so as we continue the discussion this week what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about dharma we're going to be talking about life purpose and we're going to be talking about how to connect to the voice of stillness of truth so that we're not distracted by all this bs that's happening around it needs to destroy itself in order for us to move into the truth So we'll continue this conversation tomorrow And dharmic purpose, life purpose, and why travel is just so, so, so important. Christina says, so amazing and fulfilling. So happy for you guys. Thanks for sharing. No, thank you. Thank you for being part of my journey. Thank you for uh, being part of this community. Thank you for also sharing your beautiful light. The more of us that actually listen to these voices of truth and the more of us that actually learn to spread joy by being truly ourselves like the island taught us right it's both accepting your lightness your light and your darkness the seduction of being a human being the more that we can change this world and that's what's needed right now tremendously more of us that can accept ourselves fully in our own power and our own truth so thank you all beautiful goddesses for being part of this community so now that i'm back here and this whole craziness of uh, Christmas, New Year's, the Sovereign Woman Summit, then it was my birthday, then it was San Juan, Puerto Rico. I'm feeling a lot more grounded today. I'm feeling centered. I have a lot of clarity as to what we're doing as a movement. And I'm so excited to get back to be sharing a lot more content with you all, to be sharing a lot more, especially on our Instagram community page, which you'll start to see the revamp and the metamorphosis of all of that has transpired in the last few weeks. So make sure you're part of our community on Instagram at Sovereign Woman Movement, you can find us as well as also on Facebook. I know some of you navigate towards Facebook or more. It seems like more and more we are leaving that platform, but we do have as well a community over there that you can join and all the links you can find in my bio. You can also find them here below. So make sure you join us and Sisterhood because we are seriously changing the frequency with them so that this whole world changes as well. Thank you, goddesses. I'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Out to the Center Time. And now we can really talk about life purpose, Dharma, and how to activate it in our life. Enjoy, and I hope to I hope that many of you travel to San Juan Puerto Rico soon. thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Barragan Again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.